You're listening to a CHUO podcast. CHUO is community-driven media. Find us online at chuo.fm, on air at 89.1 FM in Ottawa, and on social media at chuo.fm. And you're tuned into Black on Black on CHUO 89.1 FM in Ottawa. And uh, to talk about the situation uh, in Haiti, we are so fortunate to be able to have with us Jean Saville, a.k.a. Jaffrey Kaiti, who is a community radio host and activist, and he hosts the show's Rendezvous Haitien on CKCU 93.1 FM and Bouillon Racine here at 89.1 FM. He also has a blog, jaffreykaiti.com, and he has authored uh, books in uh, Creole. He's also a member of Solidarité Quebec, Haiti, and I'm just going to stop there so that he can uh, talk to us about what is going on. Jafrique Haiti, first of all, is everybody okay uh, back in Haiti where your family is concerned? Yeah, so far, uh, yes, and thank you, Sarah. Thank you to the entire Black on Black team for covering this, uh, doing what you've been doing for several decades now in the community. And uh, thank you also for offering the time to cover this uh, important uh, topic because it's a story for uh, Haitians, of course, Caribbean people, African people from all over the world, and especially a Canadian story as well. We're going to get to that. But before that, can you just sort of remind people of what it is that has transpired this week and give a little context just mm-hmm. so people don't get the impression that uh, the assassination of the president happened in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. No, that's very important, uh, Sarah, because uh, oftentimes those topics are covered with 30 seconds on flash TV and radio, and that's what people have as information. And uh, with the lack of depth, then uh, you know people resort to what they know or what they think they know, uh, and you know what propaganda, especially when it happens in the country of Af- uh, people of African descent. Uh, uh, you know, uh, people talk about mob violence and, and and unruly and all of that, but in reality, Haiti is an international crime scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a people that have been struggling in the past 10 years to take over a control of the affairs of their own nation. And unfortunately, we have not been able to do so. And, mm-hmm. and, and that question of uh, Jovenel Moïse, uh, the former president who was uh, killed, um, really should tell us that something has gone terribly bad uh, in Haiti. Um, Probably the last time we were doing in-depth analysis uh, other than the earthquake period was when the the coup and U.S. intervention happened in 2004. Yeah, Aristide. Yes, and at the time, you know, there was a popular president, a legitimately elected democratic president, that uh, the United States didn't like, um, the government of Canada, the government of France didn't like him. 
It's uh, a Pan-Africanist who was pushing for reparations uh, for the crimes of the Mahafa, the kidnapping, enslavement, brutalization, torture, uh, and uh, theft of uh, labor of Africans over centuries. And the, the fact that France, just like the British, uh, their cousin, uh, after emancipation, uh, in the case of Haiti, liberation, um, uh, it wasn't the Africans who were compensated, but rather the criminals, the Europeans who uh, lobbied their government uh, to uh, compensate for the loss of, uh, of their property, that is, mm -hmm. our ancestors. President Aristide um, made a, a sensible request. That is, the poverty that we have in Haiti uh, cannot be solved with crumbs, with Oxfam and all of that, and that the, the, the money that France collected at gunpoint from the state of Haiti from 1825 to 1947 be returned. And we saw something so racist and brazen that to this day, when I speak about it, I get uh, uh, goosebumps because when Haiti, uh, the army of the revolted Africans uh, defeated the armies of Britain, Spain, and France in order to create uh, the Haitian state, we saw a coalition of white nations, uh, mainly the United States and France, come together to make sure that Haiti simmer in poverty. And the way this transpired, not only there was the embargo uh, placed on the Africans so they couldn't sell their products, but on top of that, France, uh, with help from its European uh, and American uh, cousins, went to Haiti with 15 warships and demanded ransom. And they started collecting the equivalent today of $40 billion between hmm. 1825 and 1947. So of course, uh, the, these Africans, uh, on top of that, who have embargoes, who cannot sell their produce, lived in abject poverty uh, in a world of white supremacist states. Now, President Aristide, having made that demand of restitution, which is not the same as reparation, that basically that amount, he estimated it at the time uh, at $22 billion, that France should return that money to Haiti um, uh, as restitution. Well, the French did exactly what their ancestors did. That is the French of 2003 wrote to their cousins in France, sorry, in, in the United States and in Canada, and at night, on the February 29th, those white soldiers uh, penetrated the uh, residence of the president, picked him up, him and his wife, put him on a plane and uh, to echo what their cousins, the, the white families in Haiti who participated in that coup uh, were uh, putting all around the walls in Port-au-Prince, calling Aristide um, uh, big lips or thick lips well, they shipped him back to Africa. And, and some of these racist elements in, 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 in white Haiti were uh, basically calling uh, for President Aoussi to go back to Africa 
months ahead of that. And this is exactly what they did. Uh, President George Bush conspired with his white cousins in France and in Canada, uh, and they kidnapped a president. Uh, and, uh, and, and the reason why this was so disturbing is that the planning meeting for this coup happened right here at Mitch Lake, uh, you know, in Gatineau. <laughs> and, and this is what is called the Ottawa Initiative on Haiti, a meeting that took place January 31st, February 1st, 2003, where there was no Haitian participant. In fact, it was a, a gathering of white men and women who took upon themselves uh, that the president of Haiti had to be uh, overthrown and Haiti had to be put under UN tutelage. One year later, they made it happen. And, and that is a story that Canadians must take the time to go beyond the 30 minutes uh, or the 30 seconds uh, that they get on the news and Google the Ottawa Initiative on Haiti. Mm -hmm. uh, go watch the film Haiti Betrayed by a Canadian filmmaker, not a Pan-Africanist activist named Jafu Kaiti. <laughs> it's actually mm -hmm. a white Canadian lady from Western Canada who went there, you know, uh, like most people who... Uh, think that they're doing good through Oxfam and things like that. In fact, her, her husband worked for one of these uh, NGOs. Mm -hmm. And when they went to Haiti, they discovered that, listen, we're being used as cover-up of something very sinister that happened in, in this country. And so they made this film. Uh, and when you watch this film, you will see this, uh, this image of this man saying, you know, uh, what, what do we have against you, Canada? Why are you doing this to us? And mm -hmm. so this is the contest. So we had 7,000 elected officials in 2004. They were all removed and they put unelected folks like Jovenel Moïse, who uh, you know, came to power through sham elections controlled by the occupying, occupying forces, but with no popular support. And of course, when something like this happened, uh, you get... Uh, a lot of people who are now endangered in Haiti uh, mm -hmm. because of, of because people don't know how to interpret what has just happened. Okay, let me just interrupt quickly because you mentioned uh, the vote. So less than ten percent of the yes. eligible population voted for him, and yeah. uh, of course he's had you know the history of uh, sustained violence and repression to squash protests against his rule since 2018. So this is not, you know, like what happened to him shouldn't really be a shock. No, if you were following what was happening in Haiti. So last week, two young people aged uh, 33 mm -hmm. who were well known in the community. One of them a very strong feminist, you know, and here we are in Canada, a country that is mm -hmm. uh, constantly boasting about its feminism and whatever. Now, this uh, feminist activist, a real feminist, get murdered in broad daylight in Haiti. Uh, her name was um, Antoinette Duclair. Right. And uh, uh, she was accompanied by a young journalist also of 33 years old. These are young people. Because I think, Sarah, one of the points that I really want to make also mm -hmm. uh, is that the perception that they're, they're only just you know, bad guys and bad guys against bad guys in Haiti. <laughs> this, you know, racist type of uh, way of simplifying things 
is something to abandon. They are very brave young people. And those two who were killed last week uh, on the 29th of June uh, is, uh, are just uh, an example. And this has been happen happening for the past 10 years. While Haiti has constantly have a UN uh, stabilization mission costing millions of dollars, probably now billions of dollars mm -hmm. since 2004, they're right. supposed to stabilize Haiti. And we went from 7,000 legitimate elected officials to zero today, mm -hmm. okay? Because uh, people might hear, you know, that they are calling people prime minister, interim, and et cetera. These are not elected officials. It, it's not like in They're the Canadian pointed. system where the prime minister is elected. Uh, okay. the, 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 these uh, people being called prime minister were appointed by Jovenel mm -hmm. Louise. Yep. And on top of it, to, to make it more ridiculous is that there are two of them right now and they're both yeah. as uh, illegal as uh, one another. And, and what's strange is that it's the one who resigned who was replaced uh, the night before Jovenel was killed, who is running the show right now. It, he's mm. the one that the United States is calling uh, interim prime minister or president. His name? Claude Joseph. Wait. Mm -hmm. So this is again an, a, 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 a demonstration that the rule of law, Haitian constitution, none of that matters because mm -hmm. the country is in fact under foreign occupation and what they're using is blackface puppets um, mm -hmm. to do the beating of uh, uh, foreign policy. That and and people often ask, well, you know, what kind of resources do you have in Haiti? That, yes, you know, that, that everybody wants to go this. there. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, well, we're going to run out of time, so yes. I, I want to make sure that uh, you you do get to that and more about why Canada is there at all, and then what people can do. Well, I think the closest answer we can get to why Canada is there is the statement from our for, former um, Minister of Foreign Affairs, uh, Bill Graham, who is quoted in Janice Gostein's uh, book, uh, where he says that um, we came, we got another arrow in our quiver uh, when uh, Canada came on board on Haiti because we, uh, we, we cannot constantly say no to political masters in Washington. I, I kid you not, that's a former Minister of Foreign Affairs calling the Americans our political masters in mm -hmm. Washington, okay? Mm -hmm. And so basically you remember Canada did not go uh, in the war in Iraq officially, right. okay? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, Haiti uh, was uh, one of the ways that Canada got another arrow in its quiver, that is, got kudos from its, uh, uh, that's what he called it, masters, political masters in Washington. Okay, so, and this was not just for the, the help with, uh, after the earthquake. No, 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 this is certainly not. Uh, no. <laughs> it was for the coup, and yes. it was Canadian soldiers securing mm -hmm. the airport while the American uh, uh, soldiers, uh, white soldiers, entered the residence of the president, kidnapped him and his wife, and at the time, uh, their two little children were in the United States, so they separated the parents from uh, from, from the their kids, kids. Yeah. and in order for them to reunite with their children, it's uh, political activist, actor Danny Glover, 
Amy Goodman, uh, Congresswoman Maxine Waters, who went mm -hmm. to the Central African Republic and uh, 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 traveled back mm -hmm. to the region in Jamaica uh, with uh, President Aristide. And that's when they reunited with their two small daughters at the time. And by okay. the way, Brett, you know, yes. Because we have four minutes left. <laughs> and uh, just to come back now to the current situation and what's next and what people can do. Yes, I think what people can do, that's the important part for me because Canadian taxpayers' money is being misused uh, mm -hmm. in uh, our analysis. Uh, the group that I work with, Solidarité Québec IT, has been asking for the longest time and forming our MPs. We wrote to uh, uh, my MP, uh, Greg Fergus, who happens to be uh, a, a Black Canadian and, mm -hmm. and I think there is uh, racism in what's happening there. You know, people talk about racism um, uh, in, in society as if it was the, the action of individuals. No, mm -hmm. the history of yeah. the conquest of the Americas is about white supremacist crimes. And it's not mm -hmm. bad people who are racist, nations uh, uh, are mm -hmm. not, no, no, no. And, and so, it's not a coincidence that the allies of the uh, neo-colonial powers like the United States, Europe, Canada, in Haiti are these white Haitian families. It's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence that you go from the poorest neighborhood in Haiti and you drive your car up the mountain where the richest people live and all of a sudden people change color on you. You'll, you'd be looking for a black person up the mountain. You can't find them until you find the person who's serving food. So Solidarité Québec IT, you have a campaign going. Where can people get more information about the work that you guys are doing? Yes. Yeah, so on Facebook, Solidarité Québec IT, mm -hmm. uh, hashtag Solidarité Québec IT. Mm -hmm. uh, my website, uh, jafrikaïti.com. It's easier uh, to reach it by typing godisnotwhite.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, you'll find information in English and French and in Haitian Creole there. We're asking for the Canadian government to get out of the core group. The core group mm -hmm. is uh, the um, ambassadors of uh, United States, Canada, France, and a number of other countries uh, that are really effectively calling the shots in Haiti. Mm -hmm. um, and they overturn uh, election results and all of that. We mm -hmm. say we are in 2021. You know, it's, it's not sufficient for uh, our uh, leaders to be going around putting one knee down and taking pictures and right. all of that kind of Performative. stuff. Performative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we're tired of all this performance. And, and mm -hmm. you can name as many governor generals as you want from our communities. Right. We want real change. And that means reparations. Yeah. That means helping those impoverished people to repair their lives, their economies, mm -hmm. their infrastructures. And Canada needs to get out of that antiquated uh, club uh, yeah. called the core group. Uh, mm -hmm. And we think that there are other ways. And, and in, in, in fact, we saw it. Although mm -hmm. Canada followed all of the leads of the United States, they still did not get that seat at the United Nations. Right. So it's not mm -hmm. worth it. Uh, yeah. you know, to, to sell our independence to the United States, uh, yeah. you know, with these pipe dreams. We, yeah. we are a, a, a nation that is moving forward and moving forward means to, uh, to recognize that black nationhood matters. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. When the people of the Congo choose Patrice Lumumba as their prime minister, it's not the job of white supremacists to conspire, to kidnap him, use the United Nations, murder him, and then replace him by Mobutu, and then turn around when the people of the Congo are suffering and say, well, it's because they have bad leadership. Geoffrey Kaiti, you're going to have to come back. <laughs> well, sister, you're going to have, yes, I, you're going to have, I, we've I, run out of time. Yes, uh, I understand that. But, you know, I think yeah. we've covered more ground in this one interview than <laughs> most of the other talks that I've been able to do. And that's why I'm grateful for yeah. shows well, like Black on Black. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I myself learned uh, a little bit more than I already knew. I hope our listeners did too. Again, uh, listeners, if you want to learn more about the work currently being done, Uh, by Jafrika Haiti and other uh, Haitians here in Canada, go to the uh, Solidarité Québec Haiti Facebook page and website. Merci en pile. Merci, Uhuru. You've been listening to a CHO original podcast. CHO is community-driven media. Find us online at chuo.fm, on air at 89.1 FM in Ottawa and on social media at chuo.fm.